Hello and welcome to Cutting the Bull in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben and as always I am hanging out with Mike, Hello. Claire hey. and Pete. Hello. Today we're going to take you through an, an A to Z, not necessarily in that order, compendium of alien species that are allegedly interacting with humanity. Big news if true. Mm. Certainly. However, if you don't know us, you can follow us on Facebook at Cutting the Bull in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. You can like and subscribe on YouTube at Apocalypse Bull. And we're available on SoundCloud and most other podcasting platforms as Cutting Through the Bull in the PTA. Let's thank some new returning listeners and then we'll get on to this mashup of alien bastards. Yeah. They're visiting us and potentially want to cause us harm. Bolton! Bolton in the UK, not just harm to Bolton, but harm to the world, Claire. <laughs> Bolton, you've been listening, thank you very Bolton. much. Temper, Arizona, San Francisco, California, Stevenage in the UK. Sorry, what was the one before that? Yes, in Romania. Is that how you say we'll, we'll go with that. That's what I'm going with. Pizesti in Romania. <laughs> I can't even read it. Like it's got tails on it. What's that? What's the thing under the yes? It's a tail. Cool. How does that? I wonder how that's actually pronounced. Yes. Yes. Well, we listen anymore. What well goes? <laughs> Thanks, Romania. Santiago Domingo Este in the Dominican Republic. Sari in the Islamic Republic of Iran. Oh, Kenner in Missouri, Spring Valley, New York. Hook in the United Kingdom. Where? Guadalajara, Spain. Bengaluru in India. Krasnodar in the Russian Federation. Mm-hmm. Not banned in Russia. Golden Strong. Niles, Michigan and Ashburn, Virginia top. So, let's run through the big boys of alien races who were allegedly contacting Earth and reaching out, touching us, probing us. Making secret deals with the government. They've done all the touching and probing. Oh, you're so sure? Because, you know, they've been around for a while, haven't they? Hundreds of thousands of people around the globe have had very intimate encounters with these aliens. Allegedly. Can they all be, can they all be lying? It only takes one to be true, doesn't it? Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of people, just saying. The odds are it's probably true. Mm. Let's start with the big boys of alien abduction. Everyone's favourite creepy sexless men. The Pinks. <laughs> no! Oh. But close. Oh. We're the Pinks. We're the Pinks, well, technically. Yeah. The Greys. <laughs> Let's not bring oh. colour into it, is what <laughs> I say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, could we not call them aliens of colour? I'll just call them, I always call them creepy sexless men. <laughs> <laughs> the Greys come from a star system known as Zeta Reticuli. Why do they? Yeah, oh, that, that, that's fact, is it? That's, the way, yeah, that's, that's what they said. That's the way that's, that's written. That's what they like, said. This yeah. is the way that's written. It's like, this is fact. Okay. <laughs> and anybody who knows their film history, what else comes from Zeta Reticuli? E.T.? No, not that I know of. Starship Troopers? No. No. Xenomorph, an alien. No. Ooh. Well, I hope we don't bump into any of them. I hope they're not on this list. <laughs> yeah, let's hope not. Well, what I'm saying is, the, the aliens have told the people they've abducted there from Zeta Reticuli. Right, okay. Fair enough, then. Let alone they're 40 light years away, they're practically our closest neighbours. They're either the type of neighbours that you'd conveniently forget to invite over for a dinner party. Is it going to probe everybody? Oh, yeah, there is that. Hi, I've bought some... I bought, so a, I've bought a potato salad, a quiche, and this big anal probe. <laughs> Who's first? <laughs> 
They could just be like him off American Dad, innit? What's no, Roger. 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 Yeah. <laughs> they could be quite, you know. We've got this idea of really sort of nasty, beady, big-eyed greys when they could just be like, hi. <laughs> yeah, well, I think Roger's in, the, in all the encounters, they don't do that, do they? They tend to anal probe it. Yeah. The greys are, like, considered the nastiest of the races. You don't want to get abducted by the greys. You can't even kick them in the nuts. No. They've got no nuts. I mean, yes, you can take on at least three or four of them in a fight if they don't paralyse you. And they're at good blowjob height. <laughs> <laughs> they're really tall. There's tall greys and short greys. <laughs> just, sh- just you to think of that one. <laughs> it's the short greys. The short greys tend, tend to work for the tall greys. So they obviously that the right yeah, yeah, matter. Yeah. But then there is some theory that the, the short greys also work for the alpha draconians. As a slave cast, we'll get into it. Do they blow bang them? They may do. I don't know. You'd have to ask a grey if you ever encounter one. If you don't, obviously just mouth fuck it first. <laughs> That's why like you don't get abducted, is it? They tried to once. To be fair, I was going to say this point earlier. Like all this alien probing, that no offence, but if an alien come up to me and wanted to probe me, I'd be doing all I could to butt fuck or whatever fuck that. Instead, like, oh, so you're this gonna, is what this is how we feel, right? You know, revenge fuck the aliens. That's right. <laughs> Damn straight. It seems excessive. It seems sounds like fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then they've got what they want. They've got your DNA. Then yeah, I can have it. I don't mind. <laughs> you can have it on my terms. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's my point. It's like right. You ain't anal probing me. Well, it usually is the best form of defence. Precisely. But sadly for that theory, in all cases of this reported in induction, the patient is usually paralysed or restrained in some way. Or just how he likes it. (laughs) (laughs) So if we had to pick out one particular race in the cosmos called the bad guys, it would definitely be the greys. Tall and humanoid, a long head and distinctive grey features... They are the most commonly depicted alien life form in our media and are also the beings that are commonly described by alien abductees who have been returned back to Earth. Most commonly reported in the media, that is a big one. Is that because they're the ones who we work most closely with in terms of governmental, above governmental level? Perhaps. So that's why they try to feed us images of them to make us ready for first contact. Soft, soft disclosure. Soft disclosure. Because <laughs> whenever you see an alien, it's a grey. With a softy, would he <laughs> probe me? The probe was, <laughs> you didn't have a chance, like you do, was he both fucking <laughs> Do you think we'd really, as a, as a race, be mixing with the bad guys? It depends on what they want to give us. What I was going to say, what are they offering? <laughs> no. Remember when Eisenhower met the aliens back at Holloman Air Force Base? Yeah. Right, which we all agreed agreed was fact, yeah? Yeah. I'm not sure. No, we all all agreed there was certainly a good... There was a good chance of that if if it... I can't really remember, to be honest, what I You weren't even on that podcast. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. The Eisenhower one? Yeah, of course I was. Was Was it? Last year. I think you were, yeah. Yeah, it was only last year we did that. But either way, when we all agreed that Eisenhower might have met aliens at Ollamon Air Force Well, I never agreed, but go on. Well, you're always on the fence, so there was nothing new there. (laughs) Now, remember they said, right, the first ones he met were like, give up your nuclear weapons and we'll make Earth a virtual utopia. And I went, nah, I'm not doing that. So then he met another bunch of aliens, didn't he? Probably the Grazers, and we don't wait to give you nuclear weapons. 
what we want is to abduct a what we want is to abduct a hundred thousand people a year to perform experiments on and return them to you with no harm, no memory, and we'll give you this really fun stuff. These really fun weapons and craft that will enable you to establish dominance. It's possible they were working with the Nazis, wasn't it? And when we defeated the Nazis, they came over to our side. And this opens up the possibilities that UFOs, UAPs, whatever you call them nowadays, that we do see, are often potentially our own military doing own, their... Exactly. ...with their test subject. Or a secret yeah. programme that everyone's in on. That they, and obviously we... You know, war's good for business. Yeah. And this stuff goes above government. Mm. Doesn't it? Pharmaceutical companies. Big pharma. <laughs> in this case, big military industrial complex. Yeah. What's next? The Sasani. Hybrids are particularly common across the cosmos and are believed to be of the alien races in contact with Earth. Some even believe that we humans are genetic hybrids ourselves, but that's another discussion for another conspiracy time. Mm -hmm. Mm. The Sasani are a hybrid that was developed from reptilians and grey humans. Their development was found to be necessary after the greys mutated themselves through genetic experimentation to a point where they could no longer reproduce using conventional means, like alien sex. So that's why they've got no genitals yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So now they have to artificially inseminate. They clone themselves. That's the thing with the greys, they reckon they're all clones. That's why they want human sperm and eggs to try and kickstart their own species again. Mix it up a bit. Widen the, the, wide the gene pool. That's so where you get speak. the Sassanani from. Mm. They reckon that that's where we're going to end up. Oh, a hybrid cute. species with aliens. Those ones in the picture, Pete, that you're looking at are Arcturians. And everyone knows we're Arcturians. Yeah. Don't matter when it's Arcturian. <laughs> you want to go get some of that Arcturian poontang, don't you, Mike? That's, That's when you had was male. Don't they matter look, when it's Arcturian, baby. They look cute, don't they? They are one of the, of all the species believed, known to be believed to inhabit the Milky Way. The Arcturians are the most ancient and the wisest and they are said to be one of the alien races in contact with Earth. If Yoda came from any one of these alien species on the list, it would, would have been the Arcturians, baby. So they're not hot, then? No. <laughs> no. It don't matter if they're male or female, according to, to, to aliens. Yeah, it's mentioned in aliens, the Arcturians. Theirs was the first system to have been given the gift of life in our galaxy, and all of the other species, ours included, may have descended from them. Hmm. They have mutated and evolved over time, and now exist in many forms, and the main race of them stands around five feet tall, with green skin and large eyes that can just see straight through you. So that would be like the little green Martians that were depicted earlier on, like when everyone used to think of aliens, you think of a little green Martian. Little green men, yeah. Would that be where be. that came, came from, maybe? Possibly, then they faded them out because we're not ready to meet them. Mm. <laughs> the Nordics. Is that one? These Apparently. are obviously the ones I'm descended from. There's a picture of a woman with long blonde hair and sort of big eyes and really big eyes. Yeah, but blue nonetheless. You just see blue around the edges. Now they look like Norse <laughs> gods. Oh god, they're like me. <laughs> blonde and brilliant, blue eyes and the bodies of six foot tall, finely tailored <laughs> athletes. It's like they are literally describing me. <laughs> yeah. Where's brown? I think I've grown out a bit. Beard's blonde. Ginger. Blonde. 
You can see where the Scandinavians got their inspiration for Thor from. The Greys got a lot of attention when it comes to alien sightings, but the Nordics are species that come into contact with humans almost as much as they do. However, they are more interested in the well-being of the human race than the Greys are. Even though some eyewitness reports claim to have seen Nordics in the same alien craft as Greys. A possible explanation for this is that the Greys were slaves or servants of the Nordics, as a Grey's lack of empathy would make it an ideal butler. Uh, See, the Eisenhower episode had a connection with those as well, didn't Nordics it? Nordics and the Greys. So yeah. he, met with the, he allegedly met with the Nordics first, and they went, give up the nuclear weapons, mm. as I said. And then he went, no, not doing that. We'll make everyone live like for 200 years and give you technology. No one has to work again. The economy will take care of itself. It will be automated and perfect and wonderful. And he still went, nah, not doing that. Psycho, innit? I don't believe it. I don't believe it happened, obviously, but, <laughs> no, you know, the purposes of this, we'll say he did. Do you mean that, we know, we all know him as him, not being at the mic. Right, the Palladians. Apparently they're the goodies. He's like ethereal beings, by the looks of it. The Palladians come from a bright star cluster known as the Pallades, and they are one of the beings in the Milky Way that closely resemble humans. And they are thought to be one of the alien races in contact with the Earth, although, you know, before you, you could be sitting in a room and one might know. You wouldn't even know it. We're also in a room with a Nordic. You don't know it? <laughs> Claire, stop raising your eyebrow at me. <laughs> a major difference between us and them is that they are particularly sensitive to the psychic energies that are constantly streaming across the universe. And this means the best way of reaching out to one of them would be simply by concentrating on sending out psychic messages. Put simply, if you really want to meet up with a Pelagian for a cup of tea or a few beers, just sit down and meditate on it. And whether they choose to show up or not depends on how much they're feeling your psychic energy. So sending messages like, you know, get your fucking asses over here now is unlikely to work out well for you. Well, I was trying to send psychic messages to Claire then. Did you get anything? I was just like, what's he doing? <laughs> just look at him, what the fuck? So you didn't get them, man. No. So you're not a Palladian. No. Well, I didn't hear nothing. <laughs> talking to myself as usual, then. <laughs> Whenever anyone hears me talking to myself at work, and I do mutter to myself when I'm working somewhere, and when I do, it's a staff meeting. <laughs> More than a staff meeting. <laughs> Don't worry about it. In your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Yael. There's been a lot of talk about which race will be the first to officially disclose their presence to Earthlings. And the one that alien experts, assuming you can call them that, all seem to agree it is the Yael. I haven't heard of them, so... No, I haven't, actually, you know, furnished, but they're like greys. Do you think greys get typecast a lot? People see a little alien with a big head. And they go, great. Yeah, it might be it might be shit light, so it could be green. It could be beige. True. It could be any colour, but people instantly go, oh, it's the greys. Whereas you've got a lot of these beings, they all look very similar. They all look very similar. They've got enlarged heads, skinny little bodies. They all seem to be naked. For considering they're all like thousands of years ahead of us, we seem to have invented sheets? clothes. Yeah. Well, the answer is how backwards we are. We, we're, we're ashamed of our bodies. We cover them up. No, it's because it's got fucking cold. Yeah. They've got nothing to be ashamed of, have they? They've got no bits. Not just that. It's necessity for, for us humans. They could be wearing a little bracelet that keeps a heat field around their body to keep them warm. Well, it depends where you are. 
fit the equator, then you don't need clothes to be No, because you do, you need clothes to fucking stop your sun, your well, skin burning from the cream, sun. haven't you? Not fucking three hundred, <laughs> four, five, six hundred years ago, you didn't. <laughs> well, she did. Well, they progressed. The aliens <laughs> came along. <laughs> Mine's oh. off the fence, ranger aliens. Oh. <laughs> All because of sun cream. <laughs> You heard it here first. Mike is now an ancient aliens believer. I came down and I'm like, why aren't you nude? And I'm like, because the sun. I go, yeah, try this. <laughs> it's true though. It's like clothes for us are yeah. a necessity due to weather conditions and things like that. More than anything, whether it's to protect from the sun or keep us warm, it's clothing, isn't it? Well, until I stroke one of these guys. <laughs> I wondered what you were going to say though. I'm, I'm glad... Uh, well, uh, I didn't know what her skin feels like. It was stroking stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they were stroking genitals. Might have just been their arm. Obviously, their Mike, Mike goes for the genitals, yeah. obviously. Yeah. I just want to see what it feels like down there. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to feel your soft patch. Can I, can I feel your, your smooth gooch? Always want your bum, sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> not my bum. <laughs> I think they'll be a bit rubbery like a dolphin. Yeah, I was thinking that, so I was going for like a waterproof element to it. Like elephant. Like no, I thick. think it'd be very much like elephant our skin. <laughs> I think it'd be very much like our skin. I think it'd feel just smooth. like ours. Yeah, it'd just be smooth. Well, the IO know that we're not the friendliest beings out there, so they're taking their time to let themselves know, and by easing our way, easing their way into our psyches, friendly UFO sightings like air. Ones that look like balloons or square fucking rectangles. And that's the ones who were shooting down over the yeah. US and Canada recently. No, such as the March 1997 sighting known as the Phoenix Lights. You see that one? With all the different, with those all like. Yeah. Like always like a bloody. And no one can really explain the ones. The best explanations that they give out, there were parachute flares being used by the military. But they weren't moving. No, they weren't. They were pretty stationary. No. I've, seen, I've seen reenactments, people trying to reenact it, and the one they did was a reflect, like reflection of a pool, and they put loads of ping pong balls in a, in a pool to see if they could make that look like it, because they were like, how, how could you do it? And they tried so many different things, but. Nothing they did held these white dots static in these like this square formations like they were. Yeah. So it was, it was just it was crazy. Like, it was like, what, what's that? When you join the dots to make a square, you ever played that game? You do like a, a, a square of ten, ten dots, so you'd have a hundred dots in a square. I have no you, idea. You join up all, it, either yeah, way. It looked like one of them in the sky, didn't either it? Either way, it can't be, ex- no one's given a satisfactory explanation for it, to my knowledge. You could do it nowadays with drones. You could say, given that it's 1997 and drones yeah. weren't really a thing, were they? No, no. So, unless the military's got them, of course. Maybe. It's possible. Well, how many years ahead are they than the we know? Potentially apparently. 50. So, there you go. Could yeah. yeah. Could be more. So, yeah. Could be a possibility then, mm-hmm. couldn't it? Yeah. But even so, apparently that was them, and they don't duck to some probe us brutally. They want to make it, reach out and, reach out and touch us in another way. Through our hearts and minds. They can reach out mm. and touch. My willy. They look a bit like greys, but... <laughs> longer head. Yeah, and they're green. Elongated upwards like a cone head. Mm, yes. But this is my point. Maybe on... something with maybe a bit of ancient Egypt going on there. Mm. Oh, this is my point on the fact that like the greys 
used a lot because they think it's a grey, whereas it's not. It could be one of these. It could mm. be one of the other ones, the Archie what the Archibalds, whatever you called them. The Arturians. Um, same ones. But yeah, so they all look very similar, don't they? Maybe that just shows the the true evolution of beings is our shape, their shape. That, that is it. Like that is the well, best it's, it's way. A humanoid shape is pretty decent. It's two arms, two legs, two eyes, two ears. It's pretty efficient. The revolution, isn't it? Well, well, no, it means it's got to have had a very similar sort of evolution to us. Yeah, yeah. But everything's got two of everything, Mark. Most of the time, haven't they? Well. Not in, jellyfish. In, no, right. Apes, not octopi, in, in mammals, spiders, not ma- insects. Yeah, all right. Mammals more so, yeah. Yeah, only mammals. It's yeah. got to have, like, you know, very similar conditions and life has got to go exactly the same way. I think it's it's unlikely, actually. We look at whales, their fins would have been the legs and the feet and their arms, would have, their other fins would have been yeah, their whales, arms. Yeah, whales are mammals, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, so you can see, like, the way... Everything does have arms and legs in a roundabout way, doesn't it? Like two arms, two legs, mammal, in the mammal species. In mammals, yeah. Yeah. Going back to aliens, you know them elongated skulls that were found? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alien DNA tested and everything nice. Yeah, yeah, you, you can pretty much short that down to skull binding. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right, okay. They do but it I do game. see where you're coming from because there's been a lot we of skulls. We did an episode found. on that, didn't we? Right. A long time ago, yeah. yeah. And, and why were they doing it? Yeah, well, who were they the emulating? Yeah. That's the question. Yeah. That, that's what we we said. Like they're not aliens, but were they emulating aliens? Yeah, were they trying to be like their gods? That could be that they were worshiping. And a, a, a brief tangent. Let's look at the Egyptian gods. I mean, yeah. if any deities look like they could be aliens, it's the Egyptian gods, isn't it? You know? Yeah, definitely. Whether they're funky space helmets or their actual heads. Mm. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> they're either yeah. funky space helmets, probably, or their actual heads. Sweet ass funky helmets, son. Yeah. Back to the humanoid thing. Yeah, going back to the humanoid, the Anunnaki. Hang on a minute. I oh, just want to say that Neil deGrasse Tyson said that the, the most likely depiction of an alien in, in a film is the blob. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've, heard that. I've heard that before. Mm. It would be more of a, more likely to be some kind of. Pustule, fluidy, blobby thing. Beware yeah. of the blob. Yeah, because of aliens looking like humans, they've got to have such a similar evolution. It's yeah, it's unlikely. The same conditions on the same planet, there's life going exactly the same way, producing mammals and or or here's my theory on that: is it because the only way that life can form? is by doing what Earth has done and these other planets. It has to work in a very, very similar way to this, hence why evolution does work in a very similar way. Even on these alien planets, you may find they had all the little insects, all the little animals, all the different kinds of mammal-y things like We don't know, do we? Because we we just project what we know. There could be some sort of, like, humanoids that have kept gills because their their planet was, you know, even more water or something like that. But no, I think that there's a possibility that the reason we've evolved like we have and, and these aliens that we apparently see look very much like us is because maybe the only way to create life 
is with the conditions that these certain planets all have. Therefore, life is created in a very similar, similar way, way yeah. but with but with deviations because of. Evolution, we don't know. We don't know. That's no, the thing. Yeah, they could, genetic they could be manipulation by themselves. But they could be millions of years ahead of our evolution. Yeah. So, but they would have to be a rocky Earth near a sun, the same distance, and would have to have the same gravity and, yeah. the, and same, the same seasons. And but like this that. is why there aren't. They are so few and far mm. between because it has to be those exact conditions. Could have life not from carbon. It could or an alien planet. It could come from silicon. Yeah. Sand, basically, yeah. rocks, and they could be alive. Goddamn living rocks, rock lords. Life uh, finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> the Anunnaki, bastards. If you <laughs> sorry, go on. You want to spend some more anti-Anunnaki? They want to put us in their gold mines, didn't they? they? They apparently did. Yeah. If human beings are able to successfully colonize another planet, what would be the first thing we do? Well, we purge it for resources, of course. Monoplanium. Because that's how Tab did it, that's how Grandad did it, and that's how we're going to do it, damn it. You want that unobtainium? Unobtainium, what a fucking terrible name. I thought it was a brilliant name. I was like, oh, we need a mineral. Ooh, we need to be almost so rare, it's almost unobtainium. Unobtainable. Mm. Unobtainium, boom, there we go, five minutes. Five fucking minutes, I wouldn't talk about it. was lazy, lazy. I watched an episode of Pointless once and there was a chemistry student on there. He didn't say it, did They he? did. Oh my fucking God. I had to pick three and try and get a Pointless and they said unobtainium. Ugh. Chemistry student. <laughs> well, they're teaching in universities nowadays. Uh, yeah. What's it from? Avatar. Yep. That's right. Well, the Anunnaki aren't from Avatar. They come from Planet X, a.k.a. Nibiru, an almost mythical planet that some scientists believe rotates around our sun on a very wide elliptical orbit that takes it far out into the expanses of space. Our sun. Our sun. Right. Yeah. Before coming back in for a close shave with our sun. I think complete, there are s- complete bullshit this one. I Just, think there are some scientists that do There are some that. scientists that reckon there's another planet. They haven't discovered it yet. Or maybe a Whether or not sun. it's full of godlike beings who come down oh, and save us all. Yeah, that, I don't think they're saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mike, it's implied. <laughs> And this crazy elliptical orbit is what makes its presence so hard to prove. However, the presence of the Anunnaki has been noted down in texts that date back to Mesopotamian cultures. Very fucking old. Some of the first civilizations. One of the first civilizations. And they are believed to be one of the alien races in contact with Earth. Anyway, on Nibiru's last brush with the planets of the inner solar system, it crashed into another rock. And the resulting collision created a planet we now call Earth. While the planet was here, a few of the Anunnaki hopped off their world and onto ours in search of a yellow element that they covered called gold. They just hopped off. Just hopped off. <laughs> While two big fucking rocks were colliding. Yeah, just hopped off. And Earth was being meshed together. Okay. That's right, just hopped off. Yeah. <laughs> That's why gold is so valuable. <laughs> right? We desire it because the Anunnaki desire it. And while they were here, they enlisted us as their workforce to mine it for them. That's right. Our entire existence is based on working our socks off every day so the alien overlords can have their fix of gold. 
If you just saw Alien with the Elites, it'd work, wouldn't it? Maybe they are an anarchy. Mm. Maybe they're the lizard people. Well, it's funny you should say that, Pete, because guess who's next? Oh. Nah. <laughs> Don't like his nose. He probably doesn't like yours either. Probably wants to eat it. Probably wants to rape you with his barbed penis. Ooh. And eat your nose. Because there's an account of a bloke being raped by one of these. Who's there that? was. <laughs> he had a barbed penis. He never realised he went to the doctors, did he? That's right. And they said, do you realise that you've been buggered, sir? Because <laughs> this was, was back in the 50s. <laughs> yeah. It was some Mexican Oriental guy, was <laughs> That's right. Oh, man, that's going back. That's a long way back when we did Reptilians. That's an early episode, that is. They weren't... So the Anarchy were one of the first guys to turn up and exploit us. But before them came the Alpha Draconians. Standing at 22 feet tall, these badass beings are made up of pure muscle and they resemble dinosaurs or dragons. Uh, some of them have wings, the leader ones, aren't they? Pindar has wings. Mm. Pindar's the leader. I'd do them. I'd fight him. 22 yeah. feet tall, made of pure muscle, they're dragons. He wouldn't just bite my nose off, he'd bite my head off. That's right. I get a little metal pole, <laughs> little steel rod when he goes for the bite. I think the short, in his mouth. I think the shorter ones are about 10 feet, aren't they? Nine yeah, these, these are the big boys. I'll these are the bosses. Them, maybe. Yeah. These are boss level ones. Chances me chances more with a 10 footer. <laughs> <laughs> so they're looking like dinosaurs and dragons and as you can imagine they were very unhappy when the Anunnaki showed up and took over. However, they are still active on our planet with puppets placed in the high echelons of government NASA. <laughs> as they bide their time in an attempt to take over once again. NASA, every single government, maybe it's a reptilian. Mm. But where are these 10 to 22 foot... Oh, they're in hiding. They're, they're in a fucking cave under the Vatican or something. Maybe that's what's under the Vatican, the, the, in the vaults. Or under the Sphinx. Catacombs. We have the smaller reptilians now. About the size of human being. Yeah, they were driven underground by the Anarchy, where they are said, still said to reside today in a network of uncomplex underground tunnels. Are these the ones that Biden's meant to be one of and things like that? Yeah, these are your Queen Elizabeth's, mm. or your King Charles now, I guess. No, but they're hybrids, aren't they? they they've got the bloodline, but they aren't true reptilians. Liz was meant to be pure reptilian, wasn't she? Nah, she was shape-shifting and everything. I think it's just the, the bloodline, isn't it? That's why they call them blue bloods. No, I don't know, man. I'm, I've, heard, I've heard lizard shapeshift. Everyone's <laughs> blood's blue. Tommy so shouldn't believe everything you hear. Oh, right, sorry, Mike. Here I am talking about Tilly and shit. I don't believe everything you hear, Ben. I'm it's the bloodline. <laughs> I'm it's pretty sure that everyone thought Queen Liz was a shapeshifter. I don't know. I don't believe... Everybody. Well, everyone who has in this scenario... <laughs> As much as I believe that Beyonce's one as well. Do you remember what's his face? Well, you got a kid that who clone was cloned and wrote all those hits for the, the artists. Red Sheeran. No, <laughs> Donald somebody. Yeah, Donald Marshall. Maybe the cloning factories mm. where Liz was just a lizard. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Marshall says it's true. <laughs> and with the Nomos. Some alien species chose to interact with certain tribes on Earth, and they just happened to get along better. 
the Scandinavians had the Nordics and the Dogons. The tribe indigenous to Mali in Northern Africa had the Nomos who hailed from the brightest star in our night sky, Sirius, which we talked about this on the Ancient Aliens podcast, the Dogon tribe. Yeah. They knew, the Dogons knew centuries before modern science caught up that Sirius is actually made of three stars. They even knew how long it took for Sirius B to go around Sirius A. And considering they're a millennia away from inventing devices powerful enough to see the stars close up, well, who told them? What's that then? Sirius, the the North Star, yeah, as we know it, that one. No, that's not Sirius. The Dog Star, Sirius. So, isn't they're it? saying the brightest yeah, the star, star, the brightest star in the sky for them, right? Because obviously for us, it's the North yeah. Star as as we know mm-hmm. it. So it's not that one then. No. Right. Okay. But they're like, oh, there's three stars around that. Do you have to be in Africa to see this one? Oh, then, do I'm you? guessing yeah. so. Yeah, it's, they're below the equator, so they get different sort of stars mm-hmm. and that, don't they? I might, I might have been out of it when I was in Saudi then. He might have been able to. <laughs> it certainly might have been hanging around somewhere. But yeah, there's a bunch of aliens from there too. Hmm. Shame it's cloudy tonight. Otherwise, we might be able to see the Aurora Borealis. Yes. Because yeah. if I'd have looked outside last night, we would have been able to see it. Mm. Got it. I didn't fucking look outside. <laughs> Isn't that strange how we're getting the Aurora Borealis further down? Mm. Wouldn't that be suggest our magnetic field is weakening? Yep. Or strengthening because we can see it more. No, because it was if it was it was its full strength, it would be limited to the northern poles. The further it goes down, the more it's having to absorb. The sun's obviously going through a heavy, uh, uh, heavy solar weather at the moment, and we're stuck with a weak magnetic pole, magnetic field. All right, then let's go with the Agarians, a group of Asiatic or Northern humans whose sources claim discovered a vast system of caverns below the region of the Gobi Desert and surrounding areas thousands of years ago and have since established a thriving kingdom within, one of which has been interacting with other planetary systems up until current times. Vast cavern systems below Tibet allegedly link the Agarty systems of Central Asia to Snake World, a multi-veiled cavern system under the southwestern slopes of the Himalayas where the Nagas dwell according to Hindu legend. Now here, a serpent cult of human and reptilian collaborators dwells, one which is said to have had contact with the Nazi Thule Society during World War II. Shit just got interesting, didn't it? That's going back to our very first episode we did, episode one, that is. Yeah, Nazis in the occult. Yeah, the Thule Society, Nazi Occult Society... Looking for evidence of Vril and Aryan cultures around the world. Turns out they met these guys. Mm. So just sat underneath Mongolia, basically, then. There's a mass network of a underground cult. caves. and Yeah. Long ago, an Asian prince is said to have led several militant followers, warrior monks, into the caves to kill the cult. So has anybody ever seen these caves? Found them. The Asian prince. <laughs> the Nazis. <laughs> the Nazis. So why haven't we found them? Some things are better just left alone, Pete. <laughs> but surely, right, if the Nazis have found him, we've found them. In that case, yeah, you're pretty right, they have. They've made contact with them, I know they're there. Now, Maybe if we go in the Gobi Desert and look for them, should we'll we stop. To the Gobi make, Desert! Should we make that our road trip for next year? Mm. 
Yeah, all right. To the Gobi Desert, everybody. Are we going through Russia or China, though? Probably best we don't go through Russia. Yeah. <laughs> right, or China. Okay. Uh, What's the other route? No direct flights, no. India, maybe? Yeah, I suppose. Over the Himalayas. <laughs> we'll just have to get some donkeys and trek through the Himalayas. I was thinking road trip, because it'd be more fun, that was all. Mm. Or go in my Honda. <laughs> <laughs> Get about three miles down the road. Ah, oh, shit, it's broke. Well, either way, as long as we don't get come into contact with the Mongolian Navy. They're completely landlocked. They've got a navy, though. Read it in a weird news one, says so there's seven of them, but six of them can't swim. That's right, they've got like two boats. <laughs> Fantastic. They're sat in a paddling pool in one of their back gardens. Mm. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Should we do the Alpha Centurions? Alpha Centurions? I think we've come across these guys before, actually. Mm. They're on Star Trek, aren't they? Oh, they vibrate and resonate on a band of violent light. Violet, not violent. Violent light. Violent, not light. <laughs> violent light. That's why I read it. That's what I was thinking with. Violet light. This civilization has enormous scientific and technical knowledge that is the highest quality in the universe. And they're very theoretical. Part of their mission on Earth is to help raise the Earth's scientific, technical, and theoretical knowledge. So they're doing a good job then, are they? Because we're getting thicker. Yeah. That's not good. Ashtar Command. This one's a bit of a doozy. Okay. The Great White Brotherhood, apparently. Sound a bit racist to me. <laughs> it does, <laughs> doesn't it? It's not going to go down well with Earth. One of the most interesting and intriguing extraterrestrial groups of all of them is that of Captain Commander Ashtar and the Ashtar Command. And he's the man who's in charge of the Airborne Division of the Great White Brotherhood or the Brotherhood of Light. Commander Ashtar and his vast extraterrestrial army of workers of over 20 million work closely and in conjunction with the Ascended Masters. I think that means like Buddha and Jesus and all that, isn't it? Are they ascended masters? I guess so. I guess, you know, it's... Uh, I can't remember the episode because it was an early one. I'm picturing a muscular Buddha and a muscular Jesus now, <laughs> like with, with, like, a sword and a fucking, I don't know, like, leather-strapped fucking armour or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they have transcended... Gimp Buddha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, they have transcended much of the lower self and astral desire that the people of Earth struggle with so frequently. Commander Ashtar also works closely with the Angelic Kingdom, most specifically with Archangel Michael. This one's mad as fuck. Oh my god, this one's so fucking full of shit, it's yeah. unbelievable. Can we just bypass this one? This, one, this one's not... There's no fucking... There's no juice to this whatsoever, is there, really? Let's face it. That well, one's just the it, most harebrained It bullshit. ties in to the 1970s... I'm going to say 1973... 1977. Kent, 1977 Kent TV broadcast interruption by a man claiming to be Ashtvillian of the Ashtar Command who was reaching out to Earth to extend the hand of friendship. This interrupted Kent TV for about, what, 23 seconds? A couple of minutes. A couple of minutes. Why Kent? <laughs> just a transmitter that they hacked. Yeah, you'd have thought. Just covered the southern England. So, during a news programme, a local news programme, yeah. it just cut the feed. It went to this like alien voice, 
apparently. That yeah. Telling us to. But it's clearly just some. Get rid of our nuclear bloke. weapons and. Just some bloke in his garage that had managed to. And never, no one ever found who it was. No, they never found the it's source to hack him. To this day. It's all clever, fucker, it, wasn't it? You... Nobody got a recording of it, or. Yeah, it's a recording. It's on the internet. You yeah. can see it. The theory is that it was some followers, wasn't it, of, of the yeah. Ashtaka man that believed in it, the UFO people from California. That's right. That did it. But no one's ever been found. No, no one's ever proved with it. No. no one's ever proved it. But my point on that is, if it was this, these aliens with far superior technology, they're going to be able to hack into a TV station probably a little bit bigger... Than Kent. Well, that was my argument, but at the same time, guilty nukes become hippies, man. Because surely they'd they'd be clever enough to have gone for BBC broadcast in the middle of fucking London, like (laughs) they'd been able to work out that London's clearly the capital, and oh, there's the big broadcast signal coming out of that place that's going all across the whole of the country. Let's pick that one. Why wouldn't you just gone for a satellite and then just like in you know late seventies? Um, not so much. Just interrupted all transmissions and transmitted to everybody. But that's why you'd have gone for the BBC because they they'd have had the transmission that they'd have. Been you say that Ashtar's Galactic Command didn't reach out and touch the people of Kent, Pete. I'm saying that they did not. Oh. <laughs> far tried. too far fetched for me that one. Eva Borgs. It's the Borg, isn't it? From the Borg. From Star Trek, isn't it? Cybernetic forms controlled by human entities or humans have been implanted or surgically altered to such an extent they have become cybernetic in nature yet still retaining a soul matrix. So that is just a fan of just, fucking the, the next the generation. Borg, it's just someone's Borg fantasy got yeah. out of hand. <laughs> Alright, there was that one hot Borg, wasn't there? Seven of Nine. Yes, that's right. Yeah, she was hot. She had her, limp, her implants taken off and she... Apart from the bit around her eye. Yeah, they couldn't take <laughs> that bit out. The Eichels. Small, human, hairy humanoids with cloven hooves which inhabit deep caverns between South America and elsewhere. Mr. Tumnus. Mm. Oh, it's all true. <laughs> Pan, everything. They're just aliens. The Greek gods are aliens. That's it. So the kids from Narnia basically fell down a fucking cavern. Yeah. And they found Narnia. They may be members of a fallen pre-Adamic race which possessed angelic animal and humanoid characteristics and now allied with the reptilians. And they have been known, according to natives, to kidnap women and children through the ages. And many stories are told of South American tribes who have battled these creatures with machetes during certain... Are their forays the surface in search of women, children, or, or food? What Honestly, if he tries battling in front of fucking Mr. Tumnus, is there machetes? What a film! <laughs> you heard it here first, kids. Copyright me, I'm writing that film. Evil little Mr. Tumnus is. Yeah. No, they're just fighting for food. They're fighting for survival. You goddamn hippie, you don't like it, go and join them. I will. I'm on there. No side. machete for you. I've got my AK, don't worry. No, I've taken that off you too. I'll shoot you with it so you're It's too late, it's only locked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're having this discussion. I only said someone's a locking up. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. 
Off you go. <laughs> go take your piece of sharpened fruit. <laughs> sharpened fruit? Yeah. That's what they're fighting with. That one I'm allowed. All right. What about Leviathans? Sea serpents? Like, like Nessie, the Not Ness Monster? So is that what they basically saying Nessie could be? Mm. Is, is a big, giant, fucking... Alien. Alien. Loch Ness has been the site of much occult or paranormal activity, including UFO activity and grey sightings and Mr. Crowley! Alistair Crowley himself, founder of the OTO, or Ordo Templi Orientis, also known as the Beast, Beast. the Great Beast. He claimed to be in contact with the Beast of the Loch. He owned a mansion on the shores, and this same mansion became the residence of the British, of course, it's Jimmy Page. He played with British rock group Led Zeppelin. Jimmy Page is well into Crowley stuff. Sounds like bullshit. Bought Crowley's man. house, did it up on the... Did it up. So, if, if Crowley befriended this beast, where's the documentation of that, then? You don't need documentation when it's Crowley. His word's enough. Do what the... <laughs> is it? God, I lived a fucking life. When did he die? 1948, something like that. Maybe the 50s. So, photography, not so easy. It's Magic Pete. Magic with a K. Didn't say he saw it, so he was in contact with it. Psychically, I imagine. Psychically in contact with it. Right. But he did a lot of cocaine and a lot of goat arseholes, didn't he? Took a lot of heroin, too. (laughs) Had a lot of butt sex, champion power bottom. When you say he did a lot of goat assholes... It's not a cocaine out of goats' assholes. Yeah. It's it? It's fucking goats, wasn't they were, they were doing certain acts of bestiality. Lovely. Because the more degrading <laughs> the sex it. magic, the, the higher it was. Is this why you like him so much? Oh, <laughs> guy lived a life. You so, you this guy like lived he, a fucking life. You, you just know. sound like a fan, that's all. I am a fan of Crowley. I think Crowley's a fantastic character. So when, when we don't you know, know he's, where... He's one of history's fantastic characters. When we don't know where Ben is next, I'm going to check the local farm. I could just be having normal sex magic in a in an Oreo, Ordo Tempi, Templis Orientis, Templi Orientis uh, Lodge. Good night. You know about that? Picturing. Straight to the goats, didn't you? Picturing okay. goats. <laughs> straight to the goats. There's me just going for some normal sex magic. With goats? No. <laughs> Sheep? No. Okay. And apparently these, this serpent race is allegedly used for long-range psychic warfare and occult manipulation of the human race. Oh, God, what if Crony was under the manipulation of a, of a fucking Leviathan alien? It would explain a lot. It might do. Pretending to be Nessie. whipping any old myth. I think it really is, isn't it? It seems to be. Yeah. The moon eyes. Everyone so far. Moon eyes. <laughs> Yeah, everyone so far has pretty much been absolute bullshit, isn't it? Oh, Pete, you all know eyes now. I met those greys and those Nordics. No, no, on this particular feed you're on now, mm. all each one of these so far has all been <laughs> in my eyes. You'll like one of them. I can guarantee you that much. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the moon eyes. Peaceful humans, some seven to eight feet tall with pale blue skin and large wraparound eyes which are extremely sensitive to light. They may be the same as the large humans allegedly encountered on the moon according by our astronauts, according to John Lear. John Lear, of course, 
invented the Learjet, was a test pilot, very experienced pilot, massive UFO fan, seems to have claimed a few things he's seen in the sky, knew a lot of astronauts. Well, you spend a lot of time like that in the sky. If you're going to see a, a UFO, it's going to be the likes of him that are likely to see one, isn't it? Really? Well, he's a very experienced pilot. Yeah, yeah. Thousands and thousands of hours of flying. Yeah. So yeah, it's not a surprise that somebody like him is a big UFO fan, alien fan. Absolutely. I'll go with that. Uh, Sasquatch. I just want you to know before I read this, I claim that Sasquatch is an alien being. I have strong personal feelings on that. I think he's related to us. I like to think that Sasquatch is just some hairy, primitive dude <laughs> running around the woods. What's wrong with him being a cryptid? Why has he got to be an alien? See, I think he, he could have just been Claire. the evolution. Claire's uncle. The missing link, almost. What? <laughs> <laughs> Things were related to Sasquatch. Claire's on board with me, though, you like, Why can't he just be a hairy dude around mm. the woods? Yeah. yeah. No, he, I, I like to think he's the missing link. He's like where evolution turned us from Homo sapiens into Homo sapiens sapiens and Neanderthals that died out and things like that. Maybe there was another... Yeah, you know, like yeah, history's kind didn't, of forgotten. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. didn't go that route. Gigantopithecus. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. If they exist, they're definitely going to well, be... Gigantopithecus like. were... They were pretty much... Giant Benfie. orangutans, yeah. but they were they were orangutan. Mm. They were yeah, well, very very. Well, there could be a cousin there. So my point that was where I was going to say on that. I think maybe chances are that there was slight different yeah. variations of the species of the Gigantopithecus. So yeah, one of those species managed to survive. Yeah. very well hidden. Yeah, so that's my personal feelings. Like you all agree with me. Yeah, that's nice. yeah. No, I we're all on that one, aren't yeah. we? They are believed to possess a heightened sensing ability which allows them to steer clear of human influence. They are more human than animal, according to some resorts, are they mistaken for animals. And this has forced them to take up a largely subterranean lifestyle. They have often been described as having a human face and an ape like body, mostly strict vegetarians, which is why they might be a hybrid between the two species. They have been known to attack humans only in self-defence, or sometimes throwing large boulders to frighten intruders away. And there's also been hairy hominids which are possessed either like robot-like or amphibian characteristics, suggesting biogenetic manipulation to create biological machines or cyborgs Cyborg or cyborg Bigfoots. Yeah. Jesus. Watch an army of them. <laughs> yeah. You won't have to worry about alien invasion. Set the cyborg Bigfoots on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck now, mate. Two fucking right. Fucking xenomorphs. It was. Xenomorphs. It was <laughs> have it. <laughs> Invisible cyborg Bigfoots. <laughs> no, the thing is, there are a, there's some serious Bigfoot researchers that do believe the, a similar thing to that that they they could be an alien species or potentially an alien hybrid species that, that they come down and had babies with us and Sasquatch is what came from that well it, there's there's few there's, there's, there's lots of different there's theories a, the most I'll ever give those guys right is like okay he's multidimensional and he just accident he doesn't know he is though but he accidentally just pops through one day and has a walk and gets seen by somebody 
you know, maybe they, they're a multi-dimensional thing. That's the, but they're a, I think they're a flesh and but I think they're a creature. I don't think they're a, an intelligent alien race. They're just just a, a cryptid. I remember your reaction when I first mentioned the multi-dimensional theory of Bigfoots. You seem to have swayed slightly well, more. That's the to most. It. No, that's the most I'll give you. Yeah, yeah. Like he doesn't know he's doing it. He more just, than he, more he than just he walks through like a it. Doctor Strange portal <laughs> into into a forest on Earth. He's like, oh fuck, that's got a bit wrong, isn't it? Where's it going? And then another one opens up and just takes it out. Which would that's the most I'll give you. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going for alien species. It's it's just a dude in the woods, man. It's just a beast in the woods that we all know and love. Yeah, one day I will go to America and I will go squatching <laughs> and have sex with it. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> I can live in hope. <laughs> I just hope it's not a bread thermal blob on a camera. As long as it is a female Sasquatch, <laughs> not a pregnant one, like that one that you sent me over the meme that time. Yeah, she I would was have. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> she was like a Rihanna version of a Sasquatch. It's fantastic. And hairy. Yeah. I don't mind. <laughs> He's got, got hairy off. inside. You see, you've got the whole series, haven't you, Hot Hairy? Whenever you mention something, pictures come in your head. <laughs> so I've just got pictures of hairy women. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff by Snooze Stew with a female Bigfoot, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I can think of worse ways of going. Mm. And so those are the alien. Alien races, alleged alien races, in contact with the Earth. I think you know, the, the greys are pretty high up there, let's face it. I mean, yeah. it's, And I think they also account for a lot of mistaken identities. There's, yeah, I think, I think people might be misspeciesing the greys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're being alienist. Yeah. And the reptilians are big players in it, aren't they? And the Palladians. Well, there's like, the, what, three side. different reptilian races, isn't there, basically? There's a lot of sub... Ones we haven't gone through, there's a lot. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot. But the, of the main ones that we covered yeah. tonight, there was one that was like a hybrid, one that was the little ones, the, and then there's the big fucking 12 foot one. Yeah, big so there's like yeah. three different kinds, but which ones were which and who... Uh, who I need more evidence, it's just, you know, just because yeah. some guy said it. Well, these are all the, the ones most commonly seen by people all around the globe who don't know each other, or didn't. Remember, that was in the age of the internet... Stories can obviously get very folded and fly. Well. But if you go far enough back to like the 50s, 60s, when these things weren't as well known, and people are in Chile are seeing Nordics, and then people in Britain are seeing Nordics, and then Americans are seeing Greys. Just think Swede or Norwegian, that's it. They <laughs> <laughs> must be a well, Nordic. Who's broke, broke into the house at night and... <laughs> yeah. Look at this toy. Stands over them. Yeah. <laughs> a Norwegian knobber. <laughs> Look how tall he is, he must be an alien. <laughs> you know, who knows? Do you know, I, I, I need more evidence, like hun- I say. Hundreds of thousands of people claim to be abducted by aliens all around the planet. And the, 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 so there's a certain group of aliens that people always seem to see. Mm. Is it so all like attention? She's saying that this is what people are reporting. Dreams, hypnosis. We know hypnosis isn't reliable, I know. But, you know, nightmares, dreams, 
so they're more reliable, are they? Nightmares and dreams. Must be true. I've had a fair few nightmares of aliens and that, and so have I been abducted by aliens, potentially? It's a possibility. No, I think you've watched too many films and it'll amalgamate in your brain. I've certainly never been on an operating table. Not one of them kind of dreams. Pete would have been a, a prime candidate for the abduction, working on a nuclear sub. They might think he has the codes or intimate knowledge of our weapon systems. The they codes must be in didn't. <laughs> Full cavity surge. <laughs> I've worked up with green stuff around my knob before. <laughs> well, that's just BD, mate. Is that's that, that, that when I'm... Oh, right. Oh. No, no, definitely not. It washed off. Oh, well, well at least as you come back. <laughs> just wondering whether, whether my thoughts on giving them a bit instead of them giving me, maybe it came true. <laughs> no. Well, maybe you just get alien STD. Maybe. Maybe it's some gunk from around the milking cup they put over your dick to wank you off. No, if I ever have any kind of alien dream, it's alien normally poop. it's normally yeah. involves shooting and fighting and that kind of alien dream. As oh, maybe, to oh, right. So maybe you were Randy Kramer on Mars fighting insectoids for the good of humanity. Certainly more like that, I think. Your skull fucked the corpse. I had one dream so fucking vivid, though. I genuinely, I wanted, I wish I'd have written it down. Because it would have made an awesome movie. Sold it to a sci-fi film. Yeah, honestly, it would have made an awesome movie. But it was vivid, and I I can remember bits of it now, but not not enough to make a film. Uh, Oh, well, you fill in, will you? Fill in. Get some some creative writing on board. Yeah, I'm too lazy. (laughs) And on that note... (laughs) (laughs) Alright, everyone, on that note, I've been Ben. Those are aliens... Tell us which ones you think are more likely. Don't do the Fred Fred, don't join a cult. I mean, Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out, by the force be with you. I've been Kurt, keep an open mind. We're not so open that it's filled out your ears. I've been Pete, hope you all have a nice week. Take care.